Hello, welcome to Yellow Pod Sessions, the show where I ask adults the questions my dad asked me as a kid. I am your host, Clay Elliott, and today's guest is Victoria Truscott, actor Victoria Truscott. What's she been in, you ask? Let me tell you. Right now, she's in a little movie called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Ever heard of it? Yeah, you have, because it's Quentin Tarantino's new movie. It's awesome. It's got Brad. It's got Leo. It's got Pacino. It's got Victoria. So you got to see it. You got to listen to the interview. Listen to how she booked this job. Got to listen. But before we get there, a couple things. One, today, guys, is the last day to vote for my podcast. It's up for an award. It's up for a People's Choice Award. What does that mean? I need people to choose it. Do you know who the people are who have to choose it? You, who's listening right now. You're the guy. Stop what you're doing. If you're riding a bike, pull over. If you're in a car, pull over. If you're wearing a pullover, do it. You need to vote for this. Um, Here's how you do it. I'm going to do it real quick. You're going to go to podcastawards.com. You're going to click a blue button. It's going to say nominations now open. You're going to click it. You're going to create an account. Okay, basic information stuff. Don't worry, you guys. Once this pod, once the uh, contest is over, your stuff's going to be deleted. You're not going to be getting emails forever. Um, so after you create the account, you're going to select Yellow Pod Sessions under the following categories: one, Adam Curry People's Choice Awards, and then comedy. And then you just click the button, save nominations, and you've done it. It takes two minutes, you guys. And like I said, you're not going to be getting emails and blah, 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 blah. Do it. Do it. Uh, The other thing, this episode and all episodes are brought to you by Your V1. It's an app building site. Uh, You got an app idea? You got an app idea where it's called Sort My Books? And it's it's a it's like a time tra- tra- thing. It's like a time thing, and you're given a bunch of books, and then it, you you want to like it say like alphabetical, and then you have to sort them alphabetically, or it says like do it by you know genre. Then you sort the books that way. You may you want to make that kind of boring, boring, boring app. You can do it. You, you sure you can. All you have to do is go to your V one. They'll do it for you. Y O U R the letter V O N E dot com. They will build your app, and then you can sit there and sort books. Good God, what a terrible app idea. Um, That's it for now. Hang out afterwards so I can talk to you about other stuff. But I guess let's just get to this interview in three, two, fun. Which will get you excited. You gotta go. Watch it. You gotta go. (laughs) There are moments where my jaw was just on the floor. But then you just can't believe it. Like so funny. Ugh. So well, yeah. It's Tarantino at his at his best. Oh my god! Just calling everything out. It's so good. The (laughs) cast is so good. Yeah. I just love his storytelling. It's so different and so cool. Yeah. Um, before we get into all that, because there's a super awesome story that I'm I'm really excited for everyone to hear. It's very like mythical LA story. Um, Victoria Trescott, born in LA, back yep. and forth to LA, San Diego. Yep. You've been acting for how long? Uh, about 17 years. Hell yeah. But in LA for about 12. Yeah. Um, yeah. we met about five years four and a half years ago five years ago working at morton's yeah classic restaurant story you've been my babe for almost three years that's true (laughs) 
That's true. This is the Victoria that I mention in just about every episode of, of the uh, podcast. I've had my nephew, I've had my dad, and now I'm having my girlfriend on. How cool. Um, yeah, all these questions. I, I wonder how many of these I could guess. And if I had thought of this ahead of time, I would have written out the answers and not told you. And if I was really close, I would have shown you. And then if I was really far off, I never would have told you about it. <laughs> Honestly, I listen to every single episode and there are still some questions where I'm like, oh, how do I answer that? Yeah. And that's good. <laughs> it should be like that. And they should never. And like, you know, as time goes on, I think yeah. you, even after you answer these today, it's still going to be like, oh, who is my favorite weird person? What, what does that mean? That's not one of the ones that's going to be hard for me. But <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Monster car. Um, so, OK, so we're going to go into the story a little bit um, of how you found yourself on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So set the stage is you're working at a restaurant, Border Grill, in downtown, mm -hmm. and take it away. Uh, working at Border Grill, downtown, uh, downtown Los Angeles. I, uh, I was actually going to get my shift covered because my sister-in-law needed a babysitter. And my boss called me and was like, you're going to be serving Quentin Tarantino. I don't think you want to give up that shift. So, of so course, sick. I didn't. Just um, like right there, you're like, this is a great shift. Right. I was just thinking, you know, this will be cool. I get to meet Quentin Tarantino. I'm a huge fan. Inglorious Bastards kind of changed the way I saw film and where I might fit in <clears throat> the film industry. And so uh, right away, I was just like, nothing's going to come from this. I've served so many people, influential people, and it'll just be a cool experience. So I'm serving him. Um, the DP, Bob um, Richardson. Uh, was nice, nice. A nice. little. <laughs> he was a, uh, a little bummed that we didn't have a dish that he uh, liked. We didn't have chili relleno anymore, and I was kind of ribbing him and giving him a hard time about being flexible and you know, rolling with the punches and just being silly with him. And uh, they started joking about writing bad Yelp reviews and how Bob was going to write me a really bad Yelp review, and uh, I was just joking around with him the whole time and having fun. And um, at the end of it, Quentin Tarantino came up and thanked me for uh, service. And um, I, of course, was like, thank you so much if you don't mind me being a fan for a moment and finally gushed about how much I love his work. And he's like, oh, you're an actress, aren't you? I'm like, yeah, I am. And he's like, well, give me your card. We're still casting some parts. Let's stay in touch. But it's like, what? Right. And again, thinking like, Probably nothing's going to come from this. He's being nice. Yeah, but that's still just so awesome. Right. I was Especially so flustered. Especially because you, again, you are such a fangirl. Like Inglorious <laughs> Bastards is the biggest yeah. thing in your world as yeah. far as like movies. It's yeah. so tight. So um, I didn't have a card on me because I'm like wearing my apron at work. Uh, so his uh, first AD comes up with a notebook um, and uh, has me write down my information and they leave. And as I'm leaving my shift that day, I'm like, oh, God. Did I remember, like, what did I, what information did I give them? Like, I don't remember. I was so flustered that I don't remember. Did I give them my phone number or my email address or my website? And so I'm, like, kind of stressing that, like, what if I just gave them my website and that's too many steps? God, which would be such a panicky move. Right. But I guess that makes sense. All your contact would be there. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, all of my contact info is there, but just that, like, what if that's too much work? And so then I started stressing about, like, oh, God, I don't remember what info I gave them how can I get them all my info in a concrete way? So I'm like going, I had a list of everyone that was at that lunch because they pre-ordered their food. So I was like 
going through everyone on Facebook to see if I had a mutual contact. Ugh. And I had a mutual contact with the first AD, the one who I wrote in his no- notebook. And uh, God, what are the? I mean, just like, what are the chances? <laughs> right. Oh so uh, I reached out to the mutual contact, and she was and like, "He's the so mu- cool. mutual contact is Hillary, Hillary who friend, was just yeah, yeah, she's a friend of the pod. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, that's amazing. So I reached out to him and was just like, "Hey, sorry if this is a little too forward, um, but I just want to make sure you have my contact info, Hillary." Um, you know, I know you know Hillary, and she said that you'd be open to me reaching out. So just in case you lose that notebook or I didn't write down sufficient information, whatever, here's my contact info. And we had some little, like, small talk chat, and that was it. Right. And then some good friends of yours who are really big in the startup world recommended that I really take the bull by the horns and tell them exactly what I want, like, don't beat around the bush. So uh, really great loyal friend of mine Aaron Doolittle wrote um, a short film and we wrote it shot it and edited it in like a 24 like, hour period overnight yeah more or less much. he wrote it one night and by the next night at like four in the morning it was done I also love how it was so catered to Quentin Tarantino yeah. or like seemingly where it's just like girl who's being cheated on is gonna murder <laughs> her boyfriend yeah and then like but then like throwing in shots of the feet yeah we'll have to we'll have to <laughs> so post classic. a link of it you got to yeah we'll put that on I'll, i will definitely post a link of that but um yeah aaron is also a huge fan of tarantino so as soon as he heard the story he was like we're let's gonna write go. something like yeah. nothing that we have is good enough to send to them let's do something just for them right so we filmed this short film really quickly with the help of a couple of friends and um i sent it off with an email just being like look, I recognize this is low probability, uh, so I'm going to tell you exactly what I want. I would love an opportunity to be in your film or any subsequent films. Um, I am a huge fan of your work. Here's an example of the work I've done so far. Here's my resume and um, headshot, website, everything you might need. If there isn't a role available for me, I would be honored to work Uh, on the production side here's my production experience i will literally hand out waters on set if you give me the opportunity to work with filmmakers of your caliber yeah and i didn't hear back no that's what you're (laughs) saying and and like that is for nine times out of ten 99 times out of 100 that's where the story ends right and it's just like cool well i tried and like wow that was still pretty exciting and whatever yeah there was a part of me that was like this is really ballsy should i even do this but then i'm like what yeah. the fuck do i have yeah, to lose exactly. like what happens if you don't if i what don't do it do? then thing. nothing if i do and they don't like it then i don't get it right. but i wouldn't get it if i didn't do anything yeah. anyway so yeah, you got to you know <laughs> got to swing um and then uh over a month later, I don't remember the exact timeline, but it was definitely over a month, I got a call from the casting director saying, uh, Bill Clark gave me your info. Are you available to come in tomorrow afternoon for a fitting? <laughs> so this is on like a Thursday, right? Yeah. So you, they have you come in on a Friday. Yep. I get my call fitting. sheet on a Sunday. Yeah. And I go on Monday morning. Yeah. And the call sheet has, I love this, the call sheet has what names? Well, they were initials. Right, the initials. But of the three three of the leading men, uh, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> Brad Pitt, and Al Pacino. And Victoria Truscott. And then me. That's so <laughs> sick. That is so sick. How you don't have that framed already is beyond me. I know. You got it. That's just so <laughs> unbelievable. So then you go, you film Monday. Mm-hmm. 
and then Tuesday you're back at yeah, Sunday, the restaurant. Sunday I'm working at the tutoring company that I used to work at. Monday I'm on set with Quentin Tarantino, Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, Al Pacino, and acting Tuesday, with Al Pacino. Yeah, like, and Tuesday I'm back. <laughs> Back in the restaurant. <laughs> God, that's so surreal. That shift Tuesday must have sucked. Yeah, as I left, as I left set on Monday, I, I remember calling you, and it was just like it was actually in this neighborhood. I remember calling you and just feeling like I felt like I was on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> that's coming from someone who has never done drugs. Yeah, but it was just that really like out of body experience where all day I felt like this is not happening. Yeah. And as I was leaving, I, I called you and was just like, holy fuck, yeah. this this is what happened. This was my day today, babe. This yeah. is what happened. And I feel like this was either a really, really cool day or I'm secretly just sitting in my room right now rocking back and forth. <laughs> and Having like, cold this is sweats. all just going on in my head and I'm just fucking crazy. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> pouring cold water over your face and trying to revive you. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe that is what it is and it's, it's just still there. It's still going. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, you're crazy. <laughs> uh, I love it. And, like I always describe it as like the story that like you hear when you're an actor mm-hmm. coming to LA. Like I'll go to LA and I'll get a job and you know someone read my script and then they're like and, but then you get to LA and you're like oh that doesn't happen. I get discovered. Yeah that never happens <laughs> and then it did. It's like such a yeah. shot in the arm for like just like believing and like being prepared for yeah. luck to come your way and then to being ready to like take it. Yeah. Like I was described it as like you also like like you booked that role like you went out and took it like hmm. you got that role. I just love it. It's so cool. It's the coolest. <laughs> and then, yeah, the movie came out. Yeah. We saw it. Yeah. You're in it. Yep. Holding hands with Al Pacino. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Gina, Gina, Gina. Gina, Gina, Gina. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Gina. Yeah. Very, very quick Yeah. Uh, moment with Al Pacino, but damn it, I'm in there. Well, I'll tell you, yeah. <laughs> now, I'll tell you what, a lot quicker or a lot longer than just about everyone else in the world's moment with Al Pacino. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, when you're measuring your moment with Al Pacino, like you're good. Yeah, it was it was a very cool experience. It was um, just being on set with them and and being treated as uh, as a peer and yeah. you know, they were all very kind and gracious and yeah, it was it was an incredible experience. Yeah, <laughs> and just like working with your hero Quentin Tarantino yeah. and just like being directed and, by him. And again, if yeah. you haven't if you haven't seen the movie, you have to see it because it's just like such a um. It's such a, a refreshing piece, film, um, and just like I'm, I, I can't stand the, like the superhero movies. I just, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, when I go, I, I enjoy it for what it is. It could be entertaining to go see Iron Man. But I get it. But it's just nonstop. Like but every and, month. And, it's, and it's just like super formulaic, and like yeah. here's the shot, and it's in green screen, and like whatever, and the storytelling is all done in a very specific way, and they're all done the same way yeah. because that's what sells, that's what translates. Most people can understand it. So that's why you can sell it in Japan and not have it to be in Japanese. Mm-hmm. It can, it's going to sell. But like this movie, it's just like there's so many unique ways of filming and ways of telling a story. It's just like I walked away just so inspired. Mm-hmm. A, I'm inspired by your story of how you did it because it's just like, oh, my God, it's, an, it's attainable. Mm-hmm. You can do it. There are, uh, There's a world where you get these opportunities. And then it's just inspiring to like watch a filmmaker and be like that, like someone like that or Wes Anderson yeah. or PTS. And he's doing like, it his way. Yeah, that's what I mean where yeah. it's like his personality, it's dripping with his yeah. take. And that's why it is like – it's his telling a story. It's mm-hmm. like the great storytellers have a f- way of talking. Mm-hmm. That's what makes them great storytellers because mm-hmm. no one could tell it the way they do. Mm-hmm. And that movies when they when movies 
echo that or follow that way. It's just like the whole reason we're here. And then it's like inspiring. I don't yeah. know. I just, I walked away just like floating. I was yeah. just like, it's just so cool. <laughs> it's so refreshing. Yeah. Um, and it's awesome. Um, but enough about that. Honestly, I don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you care about? Oh, I don't know, babe. How about a list of questions? Okay. Really big ones and small ones. Like? What's your favorite color? Okay, I was thinking so hard about this today. Oh, God, you just look panicky. <laughs> you look so panicky. So I've been wearing a lot of mustard, mustard yellow <sighs> yes, lately. Yes, yes. And so part of me is like, maybe that's my favorite color. But right. then when I'm like in my room and I'm choosing things like new sheets or blankets right. or things, I really like blue tones, like blue green col kind of colors, like, like aqua, um, aqua mm. turquoise, mm. teal, mm. Um, maybe even a little sea foam in there. Okay. Um, okay. But my, for my whole life, I've always said my favorite color is purple. Huh. <laughs> So, so so this one really did give you trouble. It really did. The one that's supposed to be the easiest. Well, you know. I'm going to say the blue tones. I feel like overall those are the ones Aqua I'd turquoise teal? Yeah. Those are the ones. Turquoise teal? Turquoise teal. Aquoise. Aqua. 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 Te teal. So your favorite color is tilacquas. Yes. Okay, I love tilacquas. I feel like it's just a really nice color to surround yourself with. Yeah. Yeah. Aquas. <laughs> oh, wow. They really, oh, because they wanted to capitalize it. I was like, I think there's a spell correction. <laughs> uh, so tilacquas, you nailed that one. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. Aww. Aww. Oh, my God. Oh. Okay, this one's easy. What's your number one goal? Okay, so I think really hard about can, this all the time, You can too. cross off, do a movie with Quentin Tarantino. I can. I can. Um, do you think they're going to do Once Upon a Time in Hollywood 2, Gina's Revenge? Gina's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gina's manuscript. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so number one goal for pretty much my whole life, I've said to be... A working actor um yeah but i also feel like <laughs> um I, I i feel like i've also <clears throat> reached a point where i've really evaluated what i want in my life overall and while yes i would love that i think that if at the end of my life i did that or raised a family and like had a loving happy home yeah if I had to, at the end of my life, say like, well, that's the one I missed out on, I think I would much rather have the happy, loving family. Yeah, I think that's kind of the point of everything. Right. Right. So, um, family? <laughs> you want me to put the question mark? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> I'm constantly stressing about this. <laughs> You look relaxed. <laughs> I'm having so like, much okay. fun. Yeah, you look at you're <laughs> stiff as a board. <laughs> it's also totally unfair that I get to know all these make sure I know all these deep answers and you don't have any of them on me. I know. I feel like at some point we need I need I to be able to do this for you. <laughs> yeah. Um Okay. Family? The next question is uh what's your favorite vacation place? 
Hmm. My most memorable vacation, I think, was my family went to England when I was uh, like 14. Is this where your sister got mad at the stupid bricks or something? Yeah, we went to the Tower of London and she, it was drizzling and she was like just probably eight or nine and she was just so mad and Granny was like, what's wrong, Anissa? What's going on? And she was like, we're just standing here while this guy yells at us and we stare at a bunch, a big pile of bricks. (laughs) And uh, I really loved the big pile of bricks. Um, I was reading a book about Anne Boleyn at the time. Yeah, sure. It's endlessly fascinating. um, Yeah, I was super fascinated. But what was really great about that is my brother, it was really the first big family vacation we'd ever gone on. And we'd done like small road trips and we Mm -hmm. spent a lot of time in LA with granny and a couple road trips um, like to Northern California, but never anything big like that. Never anything that was just for the sake of vacation. Right. And my brother and I had a lot of freedom to kind of explore together. And so I feel like it was a great bonding time for me and my brother. How old were you two at that time? 14 and 17. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. And so my parents gave us like our tube passes and we're like, this is the stop you get off on. This is the number. If you guys get lost, have fun. And what's the drinking age? 18, 16? Um, It's 14 if you're with family, like at a meal, you can have a beer. Right. Um, but I think on your own it was sixteen. Yeah. So your brother was he was he like having beers and stuff while you guys? We went met around? up with some cousins while we were there, and he went out <laughs> with them and had some drinks. But he didn't drink that much, I don't yeah. think. Yeah. I think there was just the one night where he drank a lot, and otherwise it was like he had a beer with my dad. Yeah. But it was just so cool, and you know, knowing my family, I have so much family there. Just learning the history, and I was reading all kinds of books while we were traveling to the different castles and. I really loved that. But then Italy was like culinary wise amazing. Yeah, I want it. Yeah. I want and then it so also bad. we've had some really lovely vacations. That's true. The cabin. We've been in the and snow Hawaii. and we've been in the waves. Yeah, my first snow times. Yeah. Oh my god, the best of the snow is my cabin has so much when it dumps, it dumps. Like yeah. when, the first time we went, it was the first time you'd seen snow, Victoria had seen snow, it was like or not seen snow, but it'd been in like a serious snow. More than a And like it an was inch. like we had probably like six feet or something like that. And you have to like carry up all luggage <laughs> up a hill that's not paved. It's just snow. And I was going up the hill just dragging a cooler and have a bag and sinking every step. I sink down to my waist and just you got to pull up and take another step. And you sink and it's just like working so hard. And I was just like, fuck, shit, Victoria's going to hate this. <laughs> God damn it. Like she's going to hate this. She's going to be mad as hell. And all of a sudden like I'm just listening and I suddenly hear like, Oh, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and I look back, and you're just like you'd sink, and then just like giggle, just couldn't believe snow. And I was just like, I did not that, anticipate that. No, yeah, I was just like, God, please giggle, please keep giggling until this is until everything's up. Once everything's up, we're good. Um, yeah, I think I, I'd. Ha- I mean, all I love all of that, but I think just. England was like the first real vacation I ever had. For sure. I think I have well, to say. What England. was your favorite thing about England? Like if you were on a desert island and you could only take one part of England with you? A castle. Yeah. <laughs> probably Leeds Castle. Smart. That's probably, a smart yeah. decision for, also, for I a saw desert the, island. I saw the queen. How she, was she? She waved. At you? Yeah, we saw her a twice particular? in a day. Yeah, she made eye contact with me and stared at me. Well, and pointed. pointed. She pointed in my face <laughs> and then did her little queen wave. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Sounds aggressive than sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Are you making you're not you're not making that up, right? She pointed she, she did point she at you. Totally right? wave. Why won't you look me in the eyes when you answer that? <laughs> Why 
Why What's the next you, question? Why won't you look at me in the <laughs> eyes? <laughs> the next question is, what's your number two goal? Um, being a working actor. Okay. So family <laughs> is my number one, and then uh, being a working actor, and that's just Period. like, you know, being a working able actor. to do that and pay my bills. Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. I don't need to be like Margot Robbie or anything. It'd be cool, though. Yeah, on one hand it would be really cool, but then on the other hand it's like like we have friends who they don't do public stuff because Yeah. You know, it's just they're being followed and taking pictures and you know. That's true. There's a level that really sounds intense. Yeah. When I have friends who I was like growing up or within like acting school at USC and there was like people I knew at USC who was like when the question comes like why do you do this and then the answer would be like because I want to be famous yeah that's not it was like it always seemed like such a knee jerk response that it was like but if you really stopped and mm-hmm. thought about what that what that life is meant or mm-hmm. would mean like that actually sounds like shit yeah obviously like you're if you're that kind of level you're obviously never have to worry about money probably ever unless you're an idiot um, and like you get to work with all the coolest people and you're acting for your life so right. boo hoo but like yeah, there's a level of like never, no like normalcy. Yeah, yeah, that would make you crazy. Yeah, like there's. I mean, so like if I got to that level, like all right, but that's not what I'm shooting for. Right. I'm just, just like let's make, just work. Yeah, support a family, support and a life, do meaningful work. You know. Heck yeah, girl. Yeah. Heck yeah. Oh heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite weird person though? My dad. Yeah. My dad is so he is weird. Such a weirdo. Mike, um, you are so weird, and I, <laughs> I just hope he listens you to this so much. He is just the biggest goofball. When he was in the Navy, his nickname was Dork Boy, right? And um, he has songs for like everyone. So I'm called. My nickname is Bicky Boo. When I was little, I couldn't say Vicky. I said Bicky, and so he started calling me Bicky Boo. And he has like a whole song <laughs> for me. Goes, Bicky. Yep. Yeah. Bicky Boo. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. um, he like screeches it though. And he's like, at the other time, he's like, well, so like, yeah, he does the big, bicky boo. And then he does, and then he gets to a part where he does a really high pitched big, 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 bicky boo. I'm not even going to try to replicate it. It's so weird. It's so weird. And he's like, he's very similar to you in that he like, when kids are around, he automatically connects with the kids and he can just like get on their level and be funny and silly. And yeah. Um, yeah, he's just like the best kind of weird. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> he is. He's Mike is. I read is un, unlike anybody I know. I don't remember where I read this quote, but I read a quote recently about intimacy is about being weird with a person and knowing that they don't care. Yeah. And so, like when I say weird, it's like from the best oh yeah place in my heart. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hundred percent. No, weird is everyone's weird. Yeah, it's just like who Dex. who who really yeah. like feels comfortable showing it. Yeah, like everybody's weird. Like you can have the most serious person if you bring like a really cute dog by. Like this like tough like straight edge <laughs> guy is gonna be like, oh yeah, do do do. do. Yeah. And they all have like everyone has a dog voice and like uh-huh. everyone gets weird or baby voice. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Like it comes out. Yeah, it, everyone has it. Yeah. Just how cool you are with showing it. Yeah, my yeah, Mike. A total goofball. He's the right answer. Yeah, he's he is really the right answer. Uh, what's your favorite book? Oh God, this Which is hard. Harry Potter book. <laughs> if you can only have one, the others all disappear forever. So huge Harry Potter fan. It's got to be a Harry Potter book. Dusty. I've read Harry Potter at least a dozen times all the way through. Yeah. 
um, with every book that came out and with every movie that, movie that came out, I reread each one leading up to it. And then like once a year, I reread or listen to the audiobooks just for fun and to right. catch up on right. with my friends. Um, but if I had to choose one, it would probably be The Deathly Hallows, the okay. last one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I feel like it ties up a lot of loose ends and you get um, some really good backstory on characters who the whole time were maybe a little bit, we didn't really know about them. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) I love Harry Potter so much. Yeah, Yeah. the seventh book for sure. Deathly Hallows. If anyone ever wants to talk about Harry Potter with me, I'm here. Heck yeah. In fact... (laughs) You're working on a podcast that hopefully will we'll get out. We'll see. My we'll co-host see. has left the state. Adam <laughs> Walton, I'm talking about you. He's abandoned us. Come on. We recorded about, f- uh, I think, five episodes, mm-hmm. and we're having a lot of fun. I take it way too seriously. Of course, it's who I am. Um, <laughs> but he... Uh, he had a really cool opportunity in Texas, so he's gone for maybe a year. Marfa, Texas. A year tops, I'm hoping, and then hopefully we can continue. Yeah, that's a fun idea. Um, Deathly Hallows. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, what's your favorite TV show? It can't be a cartoon. If you say a cartoon, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no. I will. I'll be like no, and then I'll hit this button. So then you'll know that you're boring for answering it wrong. Okay. Well, um, I think, like, right now I'm so into Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. We got to watch this week's episode. It's so intense. And Did you hear that, ga- that like, deep <clears throat> exhale I just did? Yeah. That is what watching it is like. Yes. It's so it good. Is. The acting is incredible. It's, it's just really meaningful, upsetting. Yeah, constantly. So I love that. But the show that I watch when I'm just like, I just want to be happy, right? And I could rewatch it over and over and over and enjoy it, like yeah. rewatch the same episode and still love it. Is The Office? Office. Yeah, yeah. That would have been my John Krasinski is like my number one celebrity crush. Yeah. Love him. Yeah. Him as Jim is just a dream. Yeah. Love Michael Scott. Sure. Dwight cracks me up. Sure. Some of my favorite I don't I'm not a quote person. Like I don't quote many T V shows, but right. Dwight's got a lot of really good ones. I can't believe I'm blanking on the guy's name. But the guy in the office, the uh, old guy who's just like Creed. Creed. <laughs> Creed is so underrated. Oh, where he's it's just so like weird. he's so crazy. And like, does he kill people? Yeah. And like, it's just oh, so good. Oh yeah, there's good. a part where they're like, uh, "Would you rather be a cult leader or a follower?" And he's like, "Well, being a cult leader, you make a lot of money, but being a follower is a lot more fun." Hmm. I've done both. I think I'm gonna have to go with follower. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Just so creepy. It's also like he a like guy sprouts mung beans in his desk. And <laughs> it's also like. He's like the only one like I can really think of the main guys who like I also don't think I've ever seen him in any other movie or TV no. show. Well, so he's, he's literally just Creed. Yeah. Like he's nothing Creed else. Bratton. And like <laughs> and that fits that character so mm-hmm. much where you just feel like he could be around any corner. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. He's so Creed. What a psychopath. Um yeah, I would have guessed the office. Yeah. I would have gotten that one yeah. right, for sure. Yeah. For sure, for sure. I just like I feel like I always have my current 
favorite, but my overall favorite is definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Lies. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, then that brings us to our next question, which what are you not doing that you wish you were? Um, what am I not doing that I wish I was? I'm, I'm not, um, I'm not working out as much as I know I should. (laughs) (laughs) You just did something with your eyes, which was definitely like, this is what I'm told. And I know I'm supposed (laughs) to feel this way. (laughs) I've been working out more in the last few months than I ever have in my life. Yeah. And I feel like it's still not sufficient so that. But what I actually care about is um, I, I feel like my creative stuff has kind of taken a back seat in the last couple months. Yeah. And I'm like super happy with my full time job right now. But I have noticed lately that like hmm, I'm not doing as much. I need to do more. Yeah. That being said, my acting class was also on hiatus for a bit. Yeah. And we're back now. So it should pick up again just having something to do. But yeah, doing more creative stuff on my own. Yeah. Making yeah. time for that. Yeah. You know, short films with my friends or um, pretending to sing or... Pretending to sing? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So not actually singing? Yeah. That's I like that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see what that looks like. I'll show you later. Is it like lip syncing? It's like mimicking? No, I'll show you later. Okay. Hubba hubba. (laughs) Uh, What's your favorite food in the world? Okay, I never know how to answer this. No, I know. Food is very important to us. It's so important to me. Again. So is it like my favorite dish or my favorite like region of food or, you, you know, like me. do I say like Japanese food or do I have to say like the specific role or do I say, you know, like. I th- follow your heart. Okay. If you say a region, so then give me ex- you can give me a couple examples of things that you're like particularly into right now. Any food, like when I'm craving anything, I'm really into Asian foods. Yeah, that's true. Korean food, Vietnamese food, mm-hmm. um, Japanese, yeah. Indian, like really any kind of wide Asian food. Yeah. I'm in. Um, love Korean food. There used to be a restaurant called Pot by uh, Roy Choi that was my favorite for a while. Um, The first few months they were open, it was amazing. They had this awesome kimchi fried rice with like a runny egg on top. And it was spicy and it was served in like a skillet so the bottom got all crispy Mm, and brown and caramelized. I love that. It was so good. I want it. But then they started not being as good and then they shut down. Oh, Um, that'll do it. But I think like overall just any kind of Asian food, and it just depends on what I'm in the mood for, like Thai or whatever. But pretty much any day I'm down for some kind of Asian food. Yeah, like Din Tai Fung. Oh, my God, Din Tai Fung. Yeah. yeah. Give me those nudes. Give Those. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite movie, though? Um, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, see? Yeah. Inglorious Bastards came out shortly after I moved to L.A. And I had always been a theater person until I moved to LA and I was trying to figure out like what kind of film I wanted to be doing and um Inglorious Bastards was like eye-opening for me of like oh it's not just like romantic comedies or action films or like his I mean we already gushed about Quentin Tarantino no yeah like that first scene in Inglorious Bastards in the far in like the barn house yeah yeah it's iconic (sighs) oh It's like a 20-minute scene of them just sitting there talking. Yeah. 
and it's just so it's impactful riveting. and like on you're sitting on the edge of your seat the whole time and yeah. hanging on every word that they say and it's so loaded oh it's yeah so so that good. was like a scene that the second it was over it, i knew it was like already so clear yeah. that it was i just watched something that's going to be iconic yeah Ugh. like it's yeah that's it's forever that's the only movie i've had on my laptop in the last eight years yeah and so anytime i travel and i don't have something like already set to read or 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 game to play or whatever it's inglorious bastards yeah yeah i get it i get it i've watched that first scene way too many times yeah no <laughs> there's more <laughs> like i'll start it and then like okay it's time for bed just I, watch the first scene <laughs> i did that with super troopers <clears throat> the first sequence of them pulling over the stoners <laughs> <laughs> i watched that so many times yeah, that's when comparable. i was in high school <laughs> It is. That scene, that sequence in the beginning is one of the funniest things I've ever, (laughs) one of the funniest things ever. In high school, I would just watch that first like 10 minutes, 20 minutes, and then I'd go to bed. Every night I would watch it. It's so good. I just loved it. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, and Glorious Bastards, Super Troopers, same thing. Yeah, totally. Totally same thing. (laughs) Well, this one I know you have an answer for because this is like what, I would, I guess I would say that this is your passion, hmm. like your deep passion. Uh, what's your favorite car? Oh God. <laughs> well, I really love my Peacock. Yeah. I have so- a 2014 uh, metallic Peacock blue Nissan Versa Note. Um, but my granny and grandpa had like a cherry red Mustang when mm. I was growing up, and I can't remember what year it was, but it was 60s, like late 60s, and that was growing up my dream car yeah and like even now mustangs always like old vintage mustangs always catch my eye love mustangs yeah um and also because like that was time with granny and grandpa and that was like such a special thing that's so cool to have like your grandparents had like the sick car well they had gotten it because i just remember like i think all my grandparents had like just big wide yeah cadillacs well my granny ended up getting a station wagon after but i'm pretty sure that they got the car for my aunt and then she wanted a Jeep. Oh. <laughs> so she got one of the like open, like cloth top Jeeps, you know? Sick. Um, so then they had this car and my grandpa was really good with cars. So he just kept it running and until he left. And, yeah. uh, and then granny sold it because I think someone had like broken in and taken some parts out of the hood and stuff. <laughs> out, of the tr- out of the engine, yeah. Yeah. But it was... That was the car that was like just so cool to me. And cherry I red felt. is like yeah, with like uh, black yeah, leather. Sexy. And, and yeah, like it was so sure. cool. Yeah, that's cool. Grandpa always like waxed it and kept it all shiny and pretty. And mine was a VW bus called Homa. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you call it Homa? Because it would take us home. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it was dumb. Your it had so a special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not very special is the word. It had it was like a stick shift, but I remember like the stick was like one of those really long ones. Oh yeah, yeah. And I always thought that was so cool. Yeah, and that is kind of cool. We frankly. had an Aerostar van. Uh, yeah, that had that had a stick shift like that. Yeah, my dad would always like be going really fast and then put it in neutral. Yeah, like late at night when no one was on the freeway, he'd tell us like, "All right, you guys ready to fly?" And he'd like do a countdown and then put it into neutral and it would feel like, you know, just. Yeah. And we'd all get, I just remember like screaming and like, yeah, this is so cool. (laughs) And like anytime my dad was driving, we'd ask him to fly and it's like, we're in traffic right now, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Can't fly right now. (laughs) This is a perfect time to fly. Fly out of traffic. God, idiot. (laughs) 
Oh, that's so good. So Peacock, Nissan Versa, and a Cherry Red Mustang. Sure. Yep. They both work. Yep. Well, what are you doing that you wish you weren't, though? I've I've been dying to know. Um, dying. I have a lot of bug bites right now, and I'm just really <laughs> itchy. I wish I wasn't scratching so much. Man, that's real. <laughs> <laughs> I would wish that. I wish yeah, that for you. Thank you. Yeah, man, man, this is <laughs> this is one of the see. This is a great answer because this is a fun one to like if when you would do the list yeah, and change. look back yeah. at this like two years, <laughs> what were you doing that you wish you weren't? It was like itching bug bites. Right. Like that's so specific. I love that. <laughs> that's the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next question is, uh, this one is going to drag for a while because I know yeah, it's going to be impossible for you to choose one. Mm. But what's your favorite sport to play of the sports? Oh God, I love the sports so much. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you, and you, you put the in there. There's the basketball. The basketball. The football. Right, the football. Soccer. Oh, soccer. Okay. Um, <laughs> the baseball. I I haven't had much experience playing many of the sports. Right. Um, really? That's, surprise. That's surprising. I have the most experience playing soccer. Right. I played as a child. Yes. A lot of heart, a, I remember. Yes. I tried really, really hard. I'm very uncoordinated. You were a daddy's girl. Uh-huh. You wanted to impress daddy. Dad and my uncle Rob. Uh, he uncle was a Rob. huge soccer fan. He was the one that was like, you should play. And so, of course, I wanted. I found out recently <laughs> that I have. You're just a liability out there just running right. around taking people out. I found out recently that I have joint hypermobility, uh, which means that my joints have too much elastin and not enough collagen. But that really explains why my, my ankles were always sprained. Right. And I <laughs> hyperextended my knees several times. Yeah. And I was I was just constantly hurt. I I tried really hard. <laughs> I was aggressive. Just a did a, wrecking did ball a lot of there. like leaning and yeah. you know as close as, as as much elbow as you can throw without the ref calling you. Hey, that's you know? what you got to do. I tried really hard. You got to be aggressive. Uh, I made the All Star team a couple of times. Yeah. Mostly because I was just aggressive. I was not skilled. Yeah. And they were <laughs> probably deeply afraid of you. And if they didn't put you on the team, you might go take them out. <laughs> they didn't want to mess with you. So that little girl's pissed off. Yeah. Like, we got to so, get her out of there. Yeah. Soccer is my favorite to play for sure. Yeah. Just because it's the only one I've really played. That's a great one, though. <laughs> that and basketball. I can go yeah. back and forth. Yeah. Um, well, we got to a, a very important, great part of the show. Um, it doesn't happen every week, but we have guest questions this week. Uh, these are when you guys write in and send questions. I always encourage you to do that. You know how you send them? Do you know how they send them to me? Uh, they send them to Yellow Pod Sessions. Clay at, uh, at Yellow Pod oh, Sessions. That's what I meant. Sorry. I put you on the spot. <laughs> but yeah, so you can send all your questions to me. Clay at yellowpodsessions.com. Send a little bit into the camera. I'm sorry. Um, it's not a camera. I mean the microphone. <laughs> Are we being filmed? <laughs> That's what I meant. <laughs> and don't apologize. It's great. You're fine. Um, but yeah, send your questions. I'll ask them. Send questions Play like, what's your favorite something? Yeah, what's your favorite? Would you rather? Is those kind of fun things, you know? And I'll ask them. Um, so we're going to get to that. We have a few. The first one is from, looks like two people wrote in this one. This is from Nora and Lincoln in Davis, California. Those are cool names. They are cool names. Um, those are, what is your favorite mythical creature? Hmm. Favorite mythical creature. I'm going to say, oh, God. Of course, like, when I think of these, I'm thinking Harry Potter 
versions. Right. Well, that works. Um, God, my mind is just blank. I know. These guest questions, these are The doozies. first thing that came to mind, I'm just going to say the first thing that came to my mind. Do it. That's what we're is doing. Is the Harry Potter version of a unicorn. They're like very pure and um, there's a whole part where... Voldemort kills I was gonna say, a unicorn, yeah, and that's like the worst crime you can commit because baby unicorns are just so pure and like innocent, and um, and their blood and their their tail hair and everything is like very valuable, um, and they're just these really like mythical, innocent creatures. Yeah, I love that. But Mine. like just a Harry Potter version, like the glittery unicorn that everyone wears everywhere is like meh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's totally different. <laughs> What would mine be? Kind of like Mr. Toad. Okay. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a mythical creature. Yeah. He drinks a lot and he drives around like an idiot. Yeah. He's, I kind of like him. Yeah, okay. So maybe Mr. Toad for me. Great, babe. Okay. Thanks, Thanks babe. Nora Thanks, and Nora and Lincoln and Davis. Next question. Again, this is from two people. <laughs> Okay. Uh, this Actually, three. This is from Gray, Georgia. I think Gray, uh, friend of the pod. Oh, Gray. Gray Elliot. Gray Elliot. Yeah. Uh, Georgia and Emmy. Gray in, Such in a sweet guy. Gray Elliot. Uh, and Emmy in Los Angeles. Okay. Gray, Georgia, and Emmy. Hello. Their question. Ooh, this is a doozy. What's your second favorite color? Oh, well... I went through mustard yellow, <laughs> and I went through all of the blues, and I went through purple. Yeah. So after all of those colors, um, <clears throat> I guess I would, I think I look really good in red. Okay. Red. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to say green. Cool. All right. That's your second favorite? I yeah. thought green was your first yeah, favorite. Yeah, go back and forth between that and blue. You're wearing green right now. I'm also wearing blue. Yeah, but the jeans don't count. Come on. Make them count. All right, fine. All right, they count. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Gray, Georgia, and Emmy in Thanks, L.A. Guys. Okay, and the last question. This is from, and actually he came in with two questions. The first, this is from Remy, or Remington in Los Angeles. And uh, Remy says, a man walked by with flowers, so I want to know what is your favorite flower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Remington. That was a great question. <laughs> That's a good question, Remy. Um, well, Remington, I love the inspiration for this question. <laughs> um, I love daisies and sunflowers. Okay. I feel like they're just so bright and happy. I get to do the flowers um, for my office every week. I get to like go you to get, Trader You Joe's say get to. If it was my job, I'd say have to. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I get to go and like choose the flowers and put little arrangements together. And um, I generally choose some kind of daisy. Uh, and if it's not daisies, it's sunflowers. I just think they're very happy and they really brighten up a space. Yeah, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. I like lilies too, but lilies are toxic to cats, so I don't Can't have get that. Lilies. Not for Raj and Cad. No, I don't want them to be dead. I think those are fine flowers. My favorite, I don't even know what it's called, but there's one that, that's native and grows pretty pretty abundantly in Maui, and it, has the, it gives the most perfect Maui smell. Is it... Hibiscus? It's like the pur purple, like kind of long leaves. Orchid? I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know. Even if you said it, I don't know if I'd, I'd get it. <laughs> but it's like, it's uh, it's what I associate it. And it's the only flower that has like a very specific one. Mm. Um, and the last question is also from Remy. Um, are you ready for this? Yep. What is, what is your favorite song? It's Wheels on the Bus. All right, thanks, <laughs> guests, guys. Thanks for writing in. <laughs> thanks, Remington. Thanks, Remington. Wheels on the bus. He, that's what he says. We sing it together. What's your favorite so. song? It's Wheels on the Bus, he says. So he answered it. <laughs> um, he knows me well. <laughs> I love that. Wow. Remy, Great of course, is, is is actually, I'm just going to come clean. <laughs> Remy is Victoria's nephew. I'm, I, How old is he now? Three. Three, He's yeah. three and a half. Those are his questions. A man walked by a flower, so I'd like to know what your favorite flower <laughs> What's your favorite song? It's Wheels on the Bus. <laughs> we do listen to Wheels on the Bus a lot. It's, it's a good song. Yeah, he really. It's not has great, turned me but it's good. It. <laughs> it's a good, He's not great really song. He's really turned me on to well, that song. I just wish someone would do a different take. But anyway, thanks for the guest questions. Thanks, thanks, guys. thanks for writing in, my family. Lauren Lincoln. Anyone else? Georgia listen to Gray this? and Elliot and, and Emmy Elliot and, yeah. then, and then Remy. Remington. Remington. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best. Um, okay. Well, now that we're done with the guest questions, we're going right back into the yellow pod, yellow pad ones. Okay. Okay. Fine. Okay. Do it then. I'm going to. Okay. I'm trying. I'd like to see I'm it. about to. But you won't. I'm. You don't think I will? Well, you think I'm literally not going to ask the questions for the rest wrong. of on? Prove me wrong. You're right. Thanks for listening. Next week's guest. <laughs> <laughs> no, the question is, what's your favorite country? And you can't say the USA, which is a weird attachment to this question now because I don't think at yeah. this current state of thing, I don't think people would really answer that. But go ahead. Uh, I'm going to say England. Okay. It's the one country that, like, there have been times where I'm like, I am leaving. <laughs> I am. I I'm don't want to leave. Yeah. I've done all I can. Yeah. And I, I like strongly considered a few years ago and I looked into it like moving to England. I looked into because I my my dad um I think my dad had dual citizenship. Um I looked into like what that would be for me and because my grandparents are from England, it was I could have very easily gotten a visa and I like looked into all the steps. Yeah was really strongly considering it. Well, maybe one day. And then you became my boyfriend, so. And here we here are. I am. <laughs> building in WeHo. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love you. What's your favorite restaurant, though? Is it? Is it what? I wrote down an answer. Okay, so um, this is a hard one because there's one restaurant that I would like. I I could eat there every day. Right. Din Tai Fung. That's what I wrote down. But Animal was... has been my favorite food experience anywhere. If y'all haven't heard of Animal, and I don't think it's outside of L.A., it's one place, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. It's it's only in L.A. It's right? It's just in L.A. And it's. The the concept is more or less using every part yeah, like nose to tail. of the animal. Yeah. And like doing it in really interesting ways. Yeah. Like so their preps are so cool. It's chefs, I think, and I may be mixing up their names, uh, Johnny Shook and Vinito Tolo. They also own like Son of a Gun, which is uh, like seafood. 
um, and John and Vinny's, which is an Ita- like a family style Italian place. Um, they they're and also uh, they're part of Tuamec and Petit Trois. So like mm-hmm. big restaurants in LA and Animal is just like I th- I think it was the first high-end kind of restaurant I had been to as an adult. Yeah. And so it really left a mark on me and um every time I've been there since has been for a special occasion and so it's just so special to me. And yeah. it's just this teeny little restaurant but the food is just so good and memorable oh, it's and so good. Um like they do None of it. I feel like it all sounds weird. Yeah, that's the point, though. Yeah, but that's they do fun. Um, like sliced fried pig ear, and it's just like crispy and crunchy. And then they uh, toss it in a chili lime sauce and top it with um, an egg with a runny yolk and like some cilantro. Yeah. So it's just like total Mexican flavors. And then they do like jackrabbit larb and yeah. veal tongue. And um, the o- only thing I had there that I didn't really care for um, was their the veal brains and the flavors were really good but i just i don't care for the texture of brains sure yeah. sure not not a good zombie no 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 so it, if i was a zombie i probably would feel differently about it well you don't know you don't know that you could also just be like kind of a zombie that's just like i don't like that why do we do this i hate right. this it's, tastes, fry it? it's weird yeah this tastes weird can i like cut it into you never know pieces and fry it though yeah you, you never know Throw some buffalo sauce on it. Yeah, BS. Throw some BS on it. Buffalo sauce, blue cheese. Yeah, toss it in some BS. Throw some BCs on there. Right. Eat it with your M. Yep. Mouth. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite time of day, though? Well. Yeah. My throat just made so many <laughs> weird noises. <laughs> if it's doing that, can you please put it right on the mic? Yeah, sorry. I want to hear do that those. Next time. Thank you. Um, I think it's because I was just talking about so much yummy food and I started salivating. <laughs> we were um, going to Pink Taco after this and having nachos. Nachos. Uh, what was the question? What's your favorite time of day? <laughs> oh, um, I really like 1234. Huh, one, two, three, four? Yeah. I, cool. Anytime I notice that time, I just get happy about it. Um, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's just like a nice, like, if I'm driving along and I glance at the clock and it's 1234, it's just like a, oh. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's just really like pleasing to see that number for me. That is pleasing. Yeah. Um as f- I also like uh nap time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which sometimes is at 12:34. Sure. Um the the one thing that I really do miss about uh working like gig kind of jobs is that I was home for the af- part of the afternoon like when I worked in a restaurant or whatever I you know it wasn't working nine to five so I would be able to take naps before after work I really loved that naps are chill so now I really look forward to my weekends when I can take a nap <laughs> it's my favorite weekend activity so nap time just asleep nap time is my favorite time of day yeah, I don't hate that <laughs> I don't hate that the siesta it's like, just feels like the best self-love I can give myself yeah. <laughs> <laughs> need to let go visit a place or live in a place where siestas are prominent yeah let's go to Spain babe all right go to Spain drink a Sorry, lot guys see you eat later lot, thank you for listening eat and drink a lot right <laughs> in the middle of the day then sleep yeah oh like those those shrimp you remember that tapas place in San Francisco yes. Basque if you're in if you're in San Francisco Basque that's another great restaurant that is a great restaurant yeah. that was cool they're um uh, the shrimp. Um, yeah, it's like a garlic. Gambas, uh, I don't know. Garlic shrimp is what it yeah. translates to. I don't remember my Spanish. So good. So good. Yeah. So, nap time. Uh, one, one, two, three, four. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Um, 
the ice cream flavor if i'm like buying ice cream that i buy most regularly and i'm not really that into sweets but when i'm craving ice cream it's generally chubby hubby from ben and jerry's sure it's a malt flavored ice cream with peanut butter filled chocolate covered pretzels and then swirls of peanut butter and chocolate anything with peanut butter is gonna is gonna be high on my list same and like at cold stone i would always get the coffee ice cream with peanut butter cups and peanut butter and oreos and peanut butter swirled throughout it sure so i really like that like crunch from either the cookies or the pretzels the little bit of saltiness yes peanut butter i love the sweet and salty yes and i like texture yes something like that i can say with shame (laughs) maybe i shouldn't be as ashamed but i can say it with a little bit of shame that some of my favorite bites of food have been when I take a little spoonful of ice cream and then top it with just straight up peanut butter. Oh God! Like yeah. out of like a Jif. My dad jar and eat that. I think that's about as good as life can get yeah, in yeah, a yeah. moment. Another weird thing my dad does is he'll get a jar of peanut butter and then like his pint of ice cream or quart of ice cream or whatever amount of ice cream he has right and he takes both to the couch with him and he'll just get a big huge spoonful of peanut butter plop it in the ice cream container and just eat out of it together <laughs> so good. um yeah my dad really taught me a really wonderful love of peanut butter yeah good man yeah good peanut man butter crunches his favorite cereal yeah he just eats peanut butter by the spoonful Ugh, yeah peanut butter he he and i are like I, I yeah. Any diet I could ever do, <laughs> <Really are. laughs> any any diet that I could ever do in my life, I couldn't cut out peanut butter. Yeah. Like yeah. so, as long as peanut butter is acceptable, mm-hmm. I'll do it. But if peanut butter is not acceptable, yeah. then it's not going to last long. Yeah. It's just it'll have to be for like a a week. Yeah. Or a month. Yeah. For sure. But it's just it can't. I have to have it. Yeah. I'd rather be fat with peanut butter <laughs> than in great shape without it. <laughs> I always forget that I have peanut butter and as soon as I realize it, I'm like, oh, thank God. My dog, Buckets, <laughs> deeply loves peanut butter yes, now too. Yeah. Like deeply, and all dogs kind of oh, love yeah, it. Love but it. when I get to the bottom of the jar, he can he knows when I'm getting to the bottom of he it. You can hear the scraping. Yeah, because then he'll get up from wherever he is. He comes over and sits and starts putting his paw up like, he, like I've asked him <laughs> to shake so that I will give him the rest of my jar. And he takes it, the whole jar, and he goes into the other room and he licks what he can. Yeah. And I get back there and it's just clean yeah he loves it special. he's a good boy he's a very good boy he's a fine fellow buckets if you're listening to this i love you buckets if you're listening get out of my stuff you're listening to my stuff put my stuff back bad bad dog no no buckets put it back turn the phone off buckets no turn off the computer bad bad dog no <laughs> Okay, now we're back. How to do that? <laughs> what do you want to be when you were growing? When what did you want to be when you grew up as a little little Victoria running around, slip and sliding? I, um, everyone in my family knows a story of me saying when oh. I was like three that I when I grow up, I want to be a puppet. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and folks, just so everyone's clear, it's not that she wanted to like have be a puppet master. Like someone who, a ventriloquist. No, I wanted to be the actual She wanted puppet. to be the puppet that's on someone's lap <laughs> no. being like, hey, and like the one talking the ventriloquist. while. No, no, no. You wanted to be the puppet on the lap right. while the guy drank water, you'd be talking. Right. right. So really what it was is that I 
loved Lamb Chop and mm. Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood sure. and Sesame Street. Like, that was my childhood. You were like, I want to be Lady and I was Elaine like, Fairchild. I want to be on that TV show. How can I be on that TV show? Well, I've got to be a puppet. <laughs> I mean, there are like some Hello? puppets out there and they get all that work. Right. You know, <laughs> so I was like, "How can I get in there? I've got to be a puppet." Did you so, see like the behind the music uh, or behind like the the bio the um, documentary on King Friday before he would be got his role no. on? No, there is one because <laughs> puppets aren't real people. <laughs> I just got so excited that they did that. <laughs> King King that Friday, would be such a good idea. He was just like shooting up in his apartment, <laughs> couldn't couldn't book anything. <laughs> King Friday, come yeah. in, you got an audition. So over the years, I thought about like I. When I was in second grade, my teacher told my dad that, like, I would be a great teacher, that I was just a total mother hen and I would be a great teacher. And then I went through a phase where I wanted to be a ballerina. Again, we've discussed I'm uncoordinated. I could have never been a ballerina. Don't do that. You could have done your finger pointing dance. Well, um, and I went through a phase where I went to La Brea Tar Pits when I was like eight and I was like, I want to be an archaeologist or a paleontologist. Sure. Um, there was a time because I'm very opinionated and want everyone to know what I think that I was like, I'm going to be a lawyer. Um, <laughs> but it always came back to acting. Yeah. Um, well, and I do think, and I don't know if this is true. Maybe everybody has this as you grow up. I and mean, probably this isn't everybody thing, but I, with a number of actors that I've had on this pod, one thing that's so interesting is that like the actors who I've had on mm -hmm. all like wanted to be a million things. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, then you're an actor. Yeah. Because like, you realize that you don't want to like learn how to be those things. You right. just want to pretend to be them. Right. My teacher in high school would always tell us, though, that if there's anything else in the world aside from acting that you would be happy doing, do, do that. I tell myself that. And so, yeah, I'm like constantly checking in with myself, even still today. Like, is this still what I want to be doing? Would I be happy? Should I go back to school for something? Would I be happy doing something else? And yeah. I've thrown around the idea of like going to school to be a teacher, going to school, uh, like getting a massage there therapy license getting an esthetician license like I've thrown all of these ideas around and like really solidly thought about it and until this job that I'm in now like nothing has ever sounded appealing to me yeah so yeah acting yeah puppet yeah. Be a puppet <laughs> I want to be a puppet I hope you get your goal thank you You're I did work attain your dream yeah. but they booked it they got to be the puppets let's do the next question all right I'm sorry What's your favorite cartoon? Mm. Does it have to be like a show or can it be a movie? It can be a movie. Okay. It could even be a comic. It could be whatever you want. I don't know comics. Me neither. I mean, SpongeBob is so funny. Um, like Patrick Starr is just one of my favorites. He has my favorite memory. I haven't watched it in so long, but my favorite line of his, like they're blowing bubbles and they're all just like ah, and laughing and just being so stupid. Yeah. And the bubbles are all coming out as shapes of things. <laughs> and one of them blows a bubble and it's a big, huge elephant. And Patrick Starr goes, no, it's a giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, I get, oh, I just, I just think it's so funny. Um, but, that being said, I wouldn't just sit and watch it right now. <laughs> yeah, you would too. <laughs> no, I like I I can, and yeah. I just don't care to. I think I'd much rather choose pretty much anything Disney. I'm very happy that my nieces and nephews are getting of an age where they will watch yeah. that because I will watch it's it so with them funny. for sure. It's so funny, but I just I don't think there are moments that I just I'm, I find hilarious, but I don't think I can say it's my favorite. I really love like anything Disney that's like super heartfelt and sweet. Sure. Um. 
I love all the Toy Story movies. God, yes. Cried in the most recent one. Yeah. Um, I love uh, Tangled. Mm-hmm. Frozen's great. Mm-hmm. If we're going back to my childhood, I love. Well, Beauty and the Beast was my sure. favorite. Little Mermaid, like my first bike was a Little Mermaid bike. Sure, it was. Um, yeah, I just love um, Disney. Man. So all, okay. all of, did you name every cartoon I've ever been made? <laughs> I'll say um, Little Mermaid. Okay. <laughs> Which they're making a live action of. I thought you were going to just be like, so in the end, Rocco's Modern Life. <laughs> you know, he was. That Hiffa? was pretty funny. Hiffa? My mom didn't like us to watch it. She'd always say it was fail. <laughs> it's <laughs> fail. It's Why? That's kind of how she was about every. Like, he wears a little ho- Hawaiian rugrats. shirt. Yeah. Rocco was ugly. Um, what was the oh Ren and Stimpy was oh, that, so that ugly. is ugly. That's yeah. like those but close like ups and those, everything. She was gnarly. like, "These are fail. You're not allowed to watch that." Yeah. Hello, Hiff. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, what's your favorite season? Uh, well, I'm watching Hannah Alabama's season of The Bachelorette right now, and it's a pretty. <laughs> Hannah who? <laughs> Hannah Ballerina? Gonna, Hannah Alabama? Hannah Alabama? I don't remember her actual name. Um, I was going to try to roll with that, but I just can't take myself seriously. Um, I've always lived in Southern California, so the seasons don't really change much. There isn't. Much, it's right? just life. Um, I prefer the more moderate ones, temperature-wise. Summer is always a little bit too hot for me. Uh, me too. I don't do that well in the heat. I feel really miserable in the heat. Yeah. So spring or fall, and clothing-wise, I like fall clothes. I like being able to layer up. Yeah. So I guess fall. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks. You're wel- welcome. Could I get some more water? No. Hmm. Yeah. Do you want to ask another question, and I'll answer uh, it? I'm going to go that. get water. Okay. Excuse me. <clears throat> so as I was saying about The Bachelorette, it's – so much drama never watched it before but like it's insane to me these people that will meet someone and then the next day be like i'm falling in love what are you still talking no i'm just talking about um hannah alabama okay good keep going okay so i don't know if you guys are watching this current season but oh my god yeah you still talking yeah good job I don't know what else to say about it. You're doing it. great. <laughs> I'm really trying here. You're doing it. <laughs> Thank you for my water. Yeah. So we'll go fall. Layer it up for fall. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your favorite hobby, though? And if you say a sport, so help me God, you can't. I think my favorite hobby has to be cooking. Yeah. And I, I love that that's your favorite. at all today yet, but I love to cook. I accidentally wrote cooling. Do you just want to say it's cooling? No, I'd rather say cooking. Okay, cooking. Um, I like cooking and I like baking. Um, but I I'm, like you doing that too because <laughs> it tastes so good. I'm also a, a, a bit of a perfectionist about it. Um, so like a couple years ago, I was making gingerbread for your family um, Christmas. And I think leading up to that Christmas trip, I baked 
I think it was 12 loaves. Yes. Just trying to get it perfect. Over and over. And like the first one was too dry and then the, fr- the next one was too moist and then the next one didn't rise properly. And like just like tweaking the recipe, trying to get it to exactly what I wanted. And nice. I, I do that with a lot of things. I've cried because of baking before. Right. I get really invested Haven't in it. Haven't we all? <laughs> <laughs> and also I love um, like going to a restaurant and trying something and being like, okay, how can I recreate this? Right. I love doing that. So cooking for sure. Yeah. Love to cook. Yeah. You're a good one. Like my, I, I, when I'm just like sitting in the car with nothing to do while you're driving, I will just be a- actively be looking up res- uh, recipes for things and like, oh, how would you make that? <laughs> oh God. It's so good. It's fun. Cooking's great. I'm a so-so. I enjoy it. You're great. I just cook. don't have a natural, like, I don't have a natural ability to just like understand it. I think you don't have the natural instinct to experiment. Yeah, I wouldn't but even know where to begin. The things that you cook are, aside from avocado mashed potatoes, <laughs> everything you've cooked. God, is the spot infamous. On. I made. I swear to God, I followed these directions. You should never eat warm were, avocado. That were right. That's it. That were that were it was it was out of on website. I've said, oh, these are so they good. Were wrong. They were wrong because they were awful. Awful. They were warm and runny. It was I've like, never been a person to say to anyone, the worst "This is not good." Thing, but I I could not pretend. I didn't. I knew you didn't have. I mean, I'm glad you told me. I didn't. You didn't <laughs> have to, because I was like, these fucking suck. I like, I'm so sorry, babe. I cannot eat these. It was. They were thin. They were odd. Oily. And they were oily. They were like separated. They separated. It was like congealed. They were green. Ugh. A weird green. <laughs> 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 So, um, yeah, cooking. All right. What's your favorite monster? Uh, this is another one I've thought a lot about. Right. Uh, Good. I'm glad this podcast is making people think about does this. Does Dobby count as a monster? Well, you tell me. I mean, I think he'd be offended, but I think he is. I mean, call a spade a spade. I mean, Cookie yeah. Monster is a monster. Yeah, and he's sweet. freaking last Elmo name. Elmo is considered a monster, Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, weird. I think I'd have to say Dobby. Yeah. And he's more of a creature than a monster. Right. Uh, no, I, I'll, I'll give it. He's just you. the sweetest, most loyal, and also kind of weird. Oh yeah, he's weird. Yeah, yeah. speaks in but, third person. I mean, how could he not be? Think of his upbringing. Oh my God, serving the Malfoys. Great. <sighs> he had no chance. Great. Like we have any like like that's great. If I'm choosing something actually scary, okay, it would be either Grop. Who, who is Hagrid's oh, giant right. half brother, and he like doesn't. Speak. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. He Hagrid like brings him back from the giant colonies, yeah. and has him living in the Forbidden Forest on the right. school grounds, and um, he ends up being pretty important to the storyline. Yeah, hello. But um, but he scared you. But he's kind of sweet too. Like he, yeah, he's, he's a dangerous. Big baby. He's dangerous because of his nature, but mm-hmm. he's like at his core just sweet. Mm-hmm. Or Aragog. Yeah. The answer is Aragog. He's a big giant spider. Yeah. I ain't got time but for that. But is he my favorite? No. He's a great monster. Ugh. He speaks and he does his Oh, stop it. talking. Stop. Uh, stop it. And stop. has millions of children. Um, his best friend is a half giant. Gibbe. So, Ugh, giant spider. What a fucked <clears throat> thing. I hate spiders. Just freak me out, man. <laughs> man, you do a good spider. Thanks. Giant <laughs> spider with clicking. Oh, 
<laughs> What's your favorite music group? Um, my brother was in a band. Yeah, he was. Um, until a few years ago, like from the time I was in middle school, and I was just their biggest fan. I went to. What every, was the name of their band? It changed names because the lineup <laughs> changed a few times. Right. Uh, it was over like a fifteen-year period. So they were, I think, in the beginning, they were Cicada. Right. And then they were Livid. Yeah, they were. And then they were. Um, oh, at one point they were Apathy, <laughs> which is just such a funny name for a band because yeah. like, you can't be apathetic about yeah. music. Apathy. <laughs> um, but you know, teenagers. Um, right. And then at one friend, at one point they were Dead End Friends. Um, That's like a very that to me is like the most like '90s. It sounds like a '90s band. Yeah. And there was some. There was another one in there that. Oh, Vaudevillain. Vaudevillain hmm. was another one. Um, and I was just their biggest fan. I'm I'm my brother my brother's biggest fan. Just overall, like he's such a great singer and musician, and he's not doing that professionally. But um, like every once in a while, we get together and sing together. And he's a talented um, man. He is, and I was just the big the biggest fan of. Uh, you were a straight groupie. I well for your own brother's band. <laughs> I wasn't a groupie. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's weird. Well, just uh, that you followed them everywhere and you were like went to every show. Yeah, and I would bring like dozens of people with me to yeah. every show. <laughs> I'd like get a handful of tickets from them ahead of time. It was when they like they had to sell a certain amount of tickets yeah. or they had to pay right. to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would like take half the tickets and just go around my school and be like, my brother's band's playing at Soma. Are you coming? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, at like 13 years old, I was I was. Uh, Bringing, bringing all my 13-year-old friends to the epicenter and wherever they played. So, yeah, my brother's band. I love it. Apathy, Livid, Cicada, Cicada, a.k.a. Livid, a.k.a. Apathy, a.k.a. Dead End Friends, a.k.a. Vaudevillain. Yeah. I feel like I'm missing something in there, but... <laughs> God, that, that's got to be it. <laughs> Who's your favorite teacher ever? Um, Favorite teacher ever? Yeah. Did you combine the two? No. Favorite teacher ever? Oh. Oh, I see. Yes. Um, Marjorie Traeger. I was really lucky in high school to be surrounded by a lot of really wonderful teachers. Um, My freshman year, I had Brian Redfern, and he's... um, The Fern. Yeah. People called him that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He built us really beautiful sets, and uh, he was really the first teacher I had for acting. So, um, like, a lot of the technical stuff I learned from him. Um, and then we had another teacher um, who, uh, Blair Hambition, and she um, did a lot of Shakespeare. And so I learned a lot of Shakespeare working with her. We did monologues and she did a Shakespeare play every year. Um, but Marjorie is the one that I really connected with and like still talk to today. And um, I was really uh, way too, I still am about a lot of things, way too serious. I took I, I, I take a lot of pride in what I'm doing. And, right. Um, it's like a personal affront to me when the people around me don't have that same pride in the work they're doing. <laughs> uh, and in high school, that doesn't go over very yeah, well. Yeah, that doesn't get you lots of friends. No. Uh, so like when we'd be at rehearsal and the director would be like, okay, now you guys go work on that scene while I work with them on this. And people would like go into gossip and stuff. I'd be like, 
excuse me guys we're not here to gossip we're here to rehearse (laughs) and so I didn't have any friends Uh, and Marjorie was like totally straight shooter but also like really um helped me to see how those things about me could be um strengths and would be like you know right now they see you as a diva bitch but in 10 years that's going to be the reason people want to work with you yeah and once you're out of high school and doing this like you're going to be working with people that have that same mentality and um she's the one that said if there's anything else you want to do do that yeah um and she's just like even today such a great cheerleader and um a really good sounding board i don't see her talk to her as often as i'd like to but we're still in touch and um She's just, she's definitely my favorite teacher. Well, holler, Marjorie. Thanks for rocking. Hope you listen. Yeah, <laughs> hope you're listening. Because I love you. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't love you because I don't know you. But I bet would I love would her. love you. Yeah. I mean, any drama teacher, anyone who does acting, I tend to love. So I'm sure I would. Can't wait to meet you. It's gonna be great. Well, high so five. <laughs> um, who's your favorite teacher now? Um. So if I'm if I'm going back to acting, I have to say Charlie Kinganis. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been my acting teacher since um, February, um, and I just love the way he connects with the actors and um, the way he uh, communicates. I feel like everyone kind of speaks a different language when it comes to acting, and so you know some actors and directors don't work well together. They can be a great actor or a great director, but together they don't do well. And I just think Charlie is. Um, he's really good at connecting with people and finding their strengths and what they need to work on. And I love that. Um, so yeah, if I'm going acting wise, definitely Charlie Kinganis. Cool. Um, personally, and this is like so cheesy because you're sitting here right in front of me, but I also feel like you teach me a lot because I, as I've said, take things very, very seriously (laughs) and I'm not very good at, going with the flow and um i think you really remind me to have fun and be silly and um just enjoy life and not take everything so seriously i feel (laughs) like i've been more (laughs) funny and happy and silly in the last three years than i ever have in my life because you just remind me to take a breath and i love that make a dumb noise you know yeah (laughs) And you make really great dumb noises. Thanks, mm. babe. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Love you too. So me. Yep. <coughs> Sick. <laughs> me, 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 me. What's your favorite number? Seven. Wow. Because we use it so many <laughs> times. <laughs> um, it's always been my favorite number. It was always the number I wanted on my jersey. Sure. In soccer. I had four one year and I did not like that. That team was called the Heartbreakers. Ugh. Um, but seven. It's also a number that's used a lot in Harry Potter. There's seven sure. books, and also it's supposed to be a very magical number. Sure. Um, a very powerful number. Right. And I think in the Chinese culture, it's supposed to be a really powerful number too. I believe that. But I think in Chinese culture, it might be an evil number. I also I may believe have that. that. Wrong. But seven. Seven. I'm down with it. Thank you. Okay. What's your favorite college, though? USC. <laughs> Sick, babe. <laughs> yeah, University of Southern California. You got it. Um, I did not go there. No. I did not go to college. Yeah. I took a couple courses at San Diego City College. That's a good college. And, but um, it's a community 
college. Sure. But uh, I've never been like, oh, I'm a fan of that college until we started dating. Until and I now forced I you. have all of my USC gear. <laughs> I go to the games with you. Yeah, we go watch the sports together. I wear together. lipstick to rep them. Yeah. I and they, it works out that they have Gryffindor sports. colors. It does. That's yeah. helpful. Yeah, I cheer for the sports. Yeah, yeah woo. Like <clears throat> yeah, that. Woo. Yeah, sure, yeah. depending on what happens. My favorite thing about taking you to the sports is when you try. <laughs> like, I remember you went to, I took a ticket to Victoria to a baseball game. And they like, I taught her that like if if the ump makes a bad call that you you go oh come on blue, and you can call him out, and so she got really excited about that. So there'd be a pitch and he'd call a strike and oh come on blue, <laughs> and then and then the guy got a, a a base hit, and she immediately was like oh come on blue, and I was like no nah, it's not that doesn't that's not how that works. I'm really trying. <laughs> I loved it. No, I just love the energy. <laughs> Whenever you get into it, I'm all I'm all about it. You don't have to be right. <laughs> just, the excitement is my favorite. <laughs> that being said, what's your favorite sport to watch? Uh, this is a really new revelation for me. Basketball. Yeah. Hoop dreams. Hoop dreams. There you go. Hoop sure. dreams. So I still. Oh yeah. Still don't enjoy oh. watching on TV. Right. But live. But live, like I've been to baseball games. I've been to. Uh, football, mm-hmm. soccer. Still got to go to one of the LAFC games. Yeah. We're going to go do that. But yeah. And I do like watching soccer because I've always liked it because I understand what's you, going yeah. on. You played I've it. Played you get it, it. So I get it. But basketball is like so fast. Yeah. It's really exciting. And I feel like the energy of going to a basketball game is just so different than any other kind of sport. Um, so like the first live basketball game I went to, I think, was USC-UCLA. Yeah. We and saw. that was such a fun game. That we were was. super close. And it was just like crazy energy and super fun. And then recently we saw um, the Warriors and the Clippers. Yeah. And that was really cool too. We were way up high, but it was just a really yeah. fun game to watch. It was a playoff game though. Um, it was great. So yeah, I've never been a sports person per se, but basketball is really fun to watch. Live. I'm excited to take you to the LAFC, LAFC for yeah. sure. We'll do that soon. But also, have you ever been to a hockey game? Yeah. I haven't been in years. But hockey games, if you like, if you're talking talk about like excitement, yeah. it's crazy, and yeah. it's like cold, because you know, uh-huh. like it's it's so uh-huh. fun, it's so different. We should do that. Anyway, basketball hoop dreams. Woo! That's what I'm talking about. Woo 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 woo. What's your favorite? Who's your favorite, who's your favorite high school? Um, who is my favorite <laughs> high school? Does Hogwarts count? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hello. I could say Scripps Ranch High you School. You already hollered at Falcons, teachers. but oh yeah, well, um, yeah. Thank you for doing actually it another friend of the pod, <gasps> Kyle Mooney went there. The Moons, yep. yeah, Moon Man went there for sure. I think he hollered at Marjorie as well. He did. He hollered at all three of them. She's got Marjorie, Brian. Y'all and, are cleaning and up. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, I didn't really. Aside from theater, I didn't love my high school experience. So, yeah. uh, like I said, I didn't really have any friends except a classic my theater at person though. It's a classic theater person. Our theater department was very different, though, because we had, like, we had water polo players doing plays and, like, football players. It wasn't, like, there wasn't a clear... Separate. Yeah, I mean, there was. There were the straight-up theater kids, but we had, like, sports kids, and right. and we did big productions, so it was, like, yeah, we had kids from all different kind of cliques right. in the theater department as well, so it wasn't really that like theater kids only right right that's Um, cool yeah that's chill 
Our theater department was really great when I was there. I, when I left, all the other teachers left too. Like I think the next year they left, and from what I understand, it got pretty crappy. But with Brian building the sets and uh, and then all three of them directed plays throughout the year, but they all were just so committed to like not putting on. They w- didn't want to put on a high school production. Right. They wanted to elevate it, and um, they were. Yeah, our theater department was sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, not Scripps Ranch High School as a whole, though. Scripps Ranch High School kind of sucked. So Whoa. Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Yeah. Not the Falcons. <laughs> and I am a Gryffindor, so. Well, okay. I always thought it would be Ravenclaw, but I'm a Gryffindor. Apparently, yeah. according to Pothamore. So here oh, we are. They know. <laughs> Last question. Oh, God. Can you believe it? Do you remember what it is? Yes. Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> Favorite holiday is Christmas. Yeah, Christmas or Thanksgiving. I just love the ones with family together, but I love buying gifts for people. You are good at it. I take a lot of pride in my gift giving. Yeah. And of course, who doesn't love getting gifts? But I take a lot of pride in my gift giving. Yeah. And um, Yeah, the portrait so, you got of Buckets. Yeah. Oh, you should put that in the show. I will put this. The so there's the best gift I've ever received, and I will never be able to give a gift that matches this. So my dog is Buckets. When I first got him, his actual name, his his first name, his full name is Detective Bob Buckets. And <laughs> to the point where, like, the first vet that I took him to is the one I still take him to. And whatever I call, they're like, what's your name? Like, Clay Elliott. And they're like, oh, is this for Detective Bob Buckets? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh-huh. So the surprise gift I got from Victoria was she commis- commissioned a friend, Matt, Briz. Great artist. If anyone needs a, uh, yeah. What's his um, uh, Instagram at Brizboy? No, Briz. it's uh, Briz Art. We'll tag him in the show. Yeah. Notes. Yeah. Anyway, but he he does stuff like this. He's he's done a couple of paintings of pets and stuff. But I now and I'll post it. Look on Instagram. You'll see it. It's a uh, a picture of a painting with Buckets's face. <laughs> But he's also wearing a detective hat, like and out of coat, like Sherlock yeah. Holmes and coat. It's Detective Bob Buckets, <laughs> <laughs> and it's the greatest thing. And it's I will ever own. My favorite part is that the picture that he used as the like mo- model yeah. for the painting uh, is a picture that I took of him staring at my burrito. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so his eyes look desperate and sad and hungry. Oh, uh, it's so good. Dumb buckets. Dumb idiot. Well, you did it. We did it. We're we here. We did it. Can you believe it? Did your you did your yellow pod? Woo-woo. Wow! 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 Follow. What? Uh, so here's the things, you guys. <clears throat> Go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. You gotta look out for Al Pacino's first scene when he comes in. Who does he say hi to? Gina. Gina. Yeah. Um, you can follow me if you want to. Please do. At Victoria Truscott. Yep. I'm Victoria Truscott. V-I-C-T-O-R-I-A-T-R-U-S-C-O-T-T. Two That's T's. for Instagram. Yep. You can go yeah. to, um, you have a website. This is Victoria At, Truscott. Yeah, it's www.victoria.com. You did not have to do the www.victoriatruscott.com. Yeah. Go check that out. We'll be putting links to the short so you can see what she made in order to get in front of Quentin and yeah. to get there it's an unbelievable story and I've told you once but I'll tell you again I'm so proud of you Thanks, for babe. the things that you've done and the 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 way that you made this happen for yourself and it's just forever like we saw it the other <laughs> we saw it and it's it's forever 
and I'm so proud of you. Thanks, it's babe. so awesome. Um, so yeah, that's it, you guys. Um, wow. Yeah, that's it. We're done. Can you believe it? Do you want to go get nachos? Yes. Should we get margaritas too? Yes. Are we getting like a blended mango one, or are you gonna get one on the rocks? I can't decide. I know. I mean, we don't have to yet. That's what's so great about it. <laughs> I All do right. have to pee though. So. Like right now. I mean, very very shortly. So we should I've like. I've gone what like two hours without. I'm shocked. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming on. Thank you. You rock. You rock. Okay. All right, that was Victoria. Did you like it? I did. That's my girlfriend, and I'm lucky, and y'all can just, like, deal with that. Cause that my girl, that. Anyway. Um, how cool is that, though? How cool is that? Making dreams come true, y'all. Taking the bull by the horns. Taking the reins. Grabbing the guy by the thing. You know, the old sayings. Um, so, yeah, hope you like that. I do. Um, so other things again, guys, vote for yellow pod podcast awards.com blue button account, Adam Curry's people choice award comedy save. That's it. That's about as fast as you can do it too. Um, but other things, thanks my nieces and nephews and Remy for writing into the podcast, sending questions. If you want to do that, you can send your questions to clay at yellow pod you can follow Yellow Pod Sessions on all social media. Facebook page, Yellow Pod Sessions, at Yellow Pod Sessions for Twitter, Instagram, at Yellow Pod Sessions. Um, as always, guys, rate, review, subscribe, share with a friend. Just if everyone shares it with one person, then things are getting pretty chill around here. Um, that's it. Do I have anything else, babe? Is there anything else? Vote. God, vote. Again, just go vote. You should, like, by now, you could already have done it. That's how fast, right? And then I wouldn't, and then I'll stop, I'll leave you alone. For Christ's sakes, I'll leave you alone. God, you deserve to be left alone. You work all week, and then I come in here blowing your ears off about God knows what, and this time I can finally stop and leave you alone, right? Right, exactly. Ugh. Um, that's it, you guys. Thanks for listening, as always. Um, and I'll talk to you real, real soon, I bet. I'm pretty sure. If not, then I guess it's, everything really took a bad turn. But it, wish you well. I wish you well. Yeah, if I don't, if I don't see you, I guess I'll see you soon. Maybe I'll have good luck with everything. And, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess I'll just talk. I'll, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll see you around. Yeah, at the bar or something. Okay. I'll talk to you real soon, you guys. I'll see you later. Bye.